This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome, friends, to another Freedom Fighter podcast. We have got our special friend, uh, Vince Gartland, giving us another message this week on the emotional intelligence, um, finishing it up this week with the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. So really, just he's just finishing this series off by you know offering practical advice and counsel um, for us to think over as we move into emotional maturity. So be blessed, my friends. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking at what God's Word had to say about emotional intelligence. And today, I want to move forward a little bit and look at emotional maturity and its connection to spiritual maturity. So over the last few weeks, we've been looking at emotional intelligence and what God's Word has to say about it. Just as a wee reminder, in Proverbs 12 and 18, it says, There is one whose rash words are like the thrusts of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And in Proverbs 17 and 1, Better to eat a dry morsel in a peaceful house than a feast among strife. So what is the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional maturity? So emotional intelligence is about knowledge that instructs us how to understand our own emotions. And emotional maturity is the application of that knowledge. It's like if we we have a Bible in our bedside cabinet, but we never open the drawer and we never take it out. So that knowledge, the knowledge of God's word is going to do us no good at all. And it's the same with emotional intelligence. You know, over these last weeks, we've been looking at what it means, what what it it creates, and how to overcome it. But unless we apply it, then we never make the move from the knowledge of what we need to do about emotional intelligence into emotional maturity. So that today, that's what this is about. Emotional maturity is so closely linked to spiritual growth that without it, our spiritual growth will be at best stunted, at worst stopped altogether. So how can we identify emotional maturity or lack of it in ourselves? Excuse me. So here's some traits of an emotionally mature person. That person is self-aware. Maturity grows from a seed of self-awareness, an awareness of self and the actions you take. In that person, an emotionally mature person, you'll see him exercising or her, see her exercising self-control, exercising control over the emotions, especially in challenging situations. Accountability. A willingness to share with someone and be accountable to them for their emotional maturity and behaviour. Humility. Being able to lay down pride to allow uh, that person to be helped and healed. So what you'll see there is a humility, a willingness 
to lay down pride in order to help yourself and to help others. Self-acceptance, allowing ourselves to accept the good and the bad in ourselves and being other-centered, being more observant of the other person and our effects on them, uh, our words and our behaviors. Remember that statistic we've spoken about over the last couple of weeks, the 2080, 20% being our IQ and uh, 80% being our EQ, our emotional intelligence. For success and fulfillment in life, we can't underestimate how important emotional maturity is to us. Emotional maturity development should start in the family. But if the parents are not themselves emotionally mature, they can never teach or demonstrate it to their own children. So many of us have grown into physical maturity, but lack emotional maturity with all the problems that brings in relationships in marriages and in parenting. Emotional maturity is development from a state of self-centeredness to a state of ongoing concern for others. The devil takes, God gives. The devil hates, God loves. Right there we can identify the essence of the difference between maturity and immaturity. Giving and loving through concern for others is God's way. Emotional maturity just doesn't happen. We need to be taught to have emotional maturity. It's something that we have to learn. How do we learn it? We learn it from somebody who is already emotionally mature. We can never learn it from emotionally immature parents, leaders, or teachers. As members of the church, the body of Christ, the impact of emotional immaturity on maturity is so important. And why is that? Because control of our emotions directly affects our spiritual maturity. As human beings, uh, we all share the fact that we are moved to action by our emotions. <coughs> Excuse me. So no matter who we are, what we are, how high our IQ is or what age we're at, Emotions affect, our per, uh, affect us powerfully and sometimes dramatically. An emotion is a strong feeling, a disturbance, a departure from our normal calm state of mind. It's an impulse towards doing or saying something not reasoned or approved by our mind. What cul-de-sacs does that take us down? It takes us into fear and anger in disgust, outbursts, to name a few. Closely associated with our emotions is, mood, is moods. So in an emotionally immature person, uh, you see a proneness to moods because he or she has never learned how to control their moodiness. And so whatever our dominant emotion is, that is what will drive us. Without emotional maturity, we cannot develop right character, which directs our minds with wisdom into correct courses of actions. How often do we hear of spiritual failure among men and women of God that fall into serious sin? 
it's generally not because they were short in education or knowledge or experience. Almost always it's the character that fails them. They have lots of knowledge about many things, but little knowledge about themselves. And that really bears down in the importance of us knowing who we are, knowing our emotions and coming out of emotional immaturity and into maturity and therefore spiritual maturity as well. What a tragedy it is that we grow into maturity physically. So we look mature. Most of us mature somewhat mentally, but few of us ever grow up emotionally or spiritually. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Today in our society, emotional immaturity is the norm, not the exception. So we have men in men's bodies. We have men in men's bodies that act like children. And these men are husbands and fathers, or at least trying to be, but completely lacking in emotional maturity. But it's not their fault. They had nobody to teach them. Romans 8, 7 to 8, and the Amplified says this. <clears throat> I beg your pardon. The mind of the flesh, with its sinful pursuits, is actively hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law, since it cannot. And those who are in the flesh, living a life that caters to sinful appetites and impulses, cannot please God. What a tragedy. When you think of those statistics again, the 80-20, all the knowledge, all the degrees you can stuff into your mind actually only makes a 20% contribution to you having a successful, fulfilled and happy life. <clears throat> there, can never, there never will be emotional maturity without self-control. Emotional intelligence and emotional maturity is about reason and emotions working together in harmony. It's amazing to me that scientists, psychologists and researchers spend their whole lives trying to understand these things when God has laid it out in his work. Ideally, training in emotional maturity should start in the home. Proverbs 22, six. Train up a child in the way it should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. But no matter what age we are, when we start training our emotions, it involves control and right direction of feelings, tempers, and impulses. And I know, as I'm saying this, that as mums and dads, we're probably thinking of our own children, and we see those feelings coming to the fore, those tempers, those impulses. And that shows to us the need for us to train our children and, uh, and help them in their emotional maturity. It means control over anger, jealousy, hatred, fear, grief, resentment, selfishness, pride, all of the emotions, not just one, wanting your own way. Yelling, loud talking, bursts of anger and rudeness, all show a lack of emotional maturity. Emotional immaturity is simply allowing human nature to run riot, 
without any control from right thinking or a reasoning mind. Ecclesiastes 7 and 9 says, Do not hasten your spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. And yet, Ephesians says, 4, 26, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. How is, is God's word contradicting itself? Not at all. Anger of itself is not a sin. But if we allow anger to get out of control, it becomes wrath. And that is where it starts to become sin. How's this for a saying? Staying angry is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. To be emotionally mature, we need the Holy Spirit. To be spiritually mature, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of obedience. And Paul tells us that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of a sound mind. Getting rid of the, the deeds of the flesh involves getting rid of emotional immaturity. True spiritual maturity is sound-mindedness because that can only come from the Spirit of God within us. Spiritual and emotional maturity is rational and it's reasonable and it requires self-control. Emotional maturity doesn't mean emotionless maturity any more than it means uncontrolled emotion. The emotionally mature do express enthusiasm, joy, happiness. They feel and express love, joy, compassion, mercy and sympathy. Finally, we have learned today we cannot be spiritually mature <coughs> if we ignore emotional maturity. Jesus is our example. He showed compassion. He showed mercy. He showed love. He showed joy. He, we saw him troubled. We saw him in pain. We saw him in grief. And we saw him and heard him sobbing. Jesus was fully human. And he revealed to us what it is to be fully human and made in the image of God. When we compare our own emotional lives to his, we become aware of the need for transformation of our emotions. To be truly filled with his Holy Spirit. Let's ponder on the words of Apostle Paul as we close this morning. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, a mind that is emotionally and spiritually mature. Thank you for listening. God bless you. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.